we have to separate this organization into two different organizations, okay? Mm -hmm. One has to be a humanitarian aid, and this role can be taken by the United Nations. Um, OCHA, which is one of the arms or the umbrella of the United Nations that brings uh, to, you know, disastrous area like um, uh, places that were hit with natural disasters, the war zone. Um, this organization brings all the United Nations organizations like the food organization and the health organization, education, uh, and sort of spread it. And that can give the proper humanitarian relief to the Palestinians in Gaza that are in desperate need, uh, something that UNRWA is not providing because most of the humanitarian aid is either stolen by Hamas, uh, being sold in the market to Palestinians. Um, it doesn't reach the people it needs. And also, they are not organized to deal with a humanitarian crisis. I mean, they don't have the logistical capacity to distribute uh, humanitarian aid as much as needed, which is something that the United Nations is very much experienced in and know really well how to do it. I mean, they did it in far greater uh, uh, conflict area like Syria and Afghanistan and Sudan and Ukraine. So, uh, so this way we know that the question mark about the humanitarian aid is resolved. The other organization needs to be an organization. Uh, and, you know, when we say there's no leadership for the Palestinians, I mean, UNRWA is the proof that the international community agrees with us because they are incapable of managing an education system and a healthcare system. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, even the, the, the services provided like the sewage service and the street cleaning and the housing, that's being done by the United Nations, an international organization, and paid and funded by that. Now, uh, if the international community wants to manage uh, the day-to-day -day life and the infrastructure, you know, governmental infrastructures uh, for the Palestinians, that's okay. But they have to be accountable for it and responsible for how they do it and who's the provider? It cannot be Hamas. It has to be foreign workers who are experienced with it that knows how to do it. There has to be an oversight over it, uh, you know, so that they can't steal the equipment or the money or use, uh, you know, United Nations facilities and buildings as military bases for terrorist groups. And, and that's how we need to separate it and how we need to deal with it. Well, well, despite all this and the temporary halt of funding to UNRWA right now, we're looking at how, how practical is this idea to try to shut UNRWA down or to change it or replace it with alternatives? Um, so there is alternatives. Um, and, you know, it could have been done a month ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, if UNDAC, which is the organization that's meant to build a plan, you know, uh, to actually do that, it would have done that in the beginning of the war, by now, you know, three, four months later, it would have already been operated and, and provided. Um, the problem is that there's a lot of pressure not to do it. Hamas wants to control the humanitarian aid. They want to control the United Nations uh, buildings and, and, and equipment and logistics. 
I mean, they're profiting from it. Um, so if you, if we're talking realistically, I mean, it's happen. It's going to be a process, um, uh, but but it happen. Are we going completely tomorrow? No. I mean, the mandate that UNRWA has is being taken uh, 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 by the United Nations. There's need an assembly that needs to vote uh, to shut down UNRWA. It's not going to really happen because we know how the United Nations and what the United Nations approach is towards Israel. Um, we've seen so much anti-Semitism and hatred towards Israel and the way how they treat and single out Israel, especially in the last three months, that no one really expects anyone to do even something just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or, <laughs> uh, you know, so I won't expect it, but um, when we speak about UNRWA, they might be a United Nations organization, but it's funded by the international community, meaning most of the funds that are coming in are coming from the European Union and from the States and Canada and Germany. And if those countries decide to be accountable for the money that they're sending, uh, they want to do oversight to make sure it doesn't reach terrorist organization, and it's actually funneling to the Palestinians and not a terrorist organization, they can do that. Uh, if they choose to use other organizations to send the humanitarian aid, then they can dry up UNRWA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, UNRWA is this unique organization that's been created, uh, uh, you know, specifically and uniquely for the Palestinians. It sits at the heart of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. As long as it continues to perpetuate its ideas, uh, uh, there's not going to be a different future for Israelis and Palestinians. There cannot be. Uh, they sit really at the core of it. Now, Knesset member Haskell, I know that you, in the Knesset you're involved in something with UNRWA. Can you tell us a little bit about what, is this a committee you have or, or you part of? So I, yeah, I chair the lobby uh, to reform UNRWA since 2015. Mm. Uh, there's been years of evidence uh, on how uh, you know, UNRWA operates and how terrorists and terrorist organization has taken over this organization. And so since 2015, I'm lobbying uh, to close the organization, to dry up its money, its funds, and mainly to change Israel's policy towards UNRWA. Because since 2015, when I started, uh, the answers that I got from the foreign ministry and from the Ministry of Defense in relation uh, to let's cut the ties with UNRWA. We know that they're literally Hamas. Um, but w- the answers that I used to receive were, uh, you know, this is what we've got and uh, we have to deal with it. There so, isn't going to be anything else. So, so the, the defense establishment, even before the war, was against uh, these moves to shut UNRWA down because there's nothing else. So it's very important to note that last week uh, we've made a historical decision, and I've been working on that for three months, uh, four months since the war opened up, uh, to, so that Israel changed its policy towards UNRWA and cut the ties with this organization. And um, they've postponed time after time the discussion about UNRWA and what needs to happen. But I'm really pleased to literally announce that this week the government has decided to change the, its policy towards UNRWA. 
and they're starting to build a plan on how to cut ties uh, with UNRWA and how to dry up this organization. Uh, I'm very proud of that. I think it's a real historical moment, and I honestly think that this is the first step uh, towards changing the reality and, you know, the future between Israelis and Palestinians. 